Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is soul business, not big business. I don't know about you, but I would rather have nothing and no Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart
time, I want y'all to help us do it. Lift your hands in this atmosphere and say, I am grateful. Have done. done. Look at him and tell him, Yes, Yes, I'm grateful. grateful The victory that we won. Tell him, I could go on and on. on 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 About your works. works. Because I'm grateful. Praise you, Lord. Lift your hands and say, flowing from my heart.
Good evening, and welcome to the Light of Portland. I am your host, Pastor Kimberly Black. We give glory, honor to God for the good things that he has done for us. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continuously be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. The Lord is good. He is great, and his mercy is everlasting. Thank you for indulging me. Today's my birthday, and those are two of my favorite songs. I just needed to hear them today in worship. Uh, we're going to get ready to do my second favorite thing. Uh, we're going to pray, and we're going to hear some preaching. So uh, you know I'm happy. Amen. Uh, we honor the presence of the Lord on tonight. We thank God for his faithfulness towards us, and his goodness is, is, is always, always, with us. We're grateful tonight. We're grateful. One want to give thanks to those that make this platform possible, to Bishop Stephen and Bishop Ann Butterfield, to Pastor Sherelle Pennington, and to all the preaching machines, men and women that preach on this line every Sunday night. I love you all with the love of the Lord, and I'm so grateful to share this platform with you. I, in Ezra, the Bible tells us that revival comes when people get a hunger for the word of God. And we know that hearing the word of God gives us faith. Hearing the word of God brings us deliverance. Hearing the word of God renews our hope and our strength. Hearing the word of God helps us to be steadfast and unmovable. And so tonight, our preacher for the hour is my sister, my friend, my road dog, Pastor Pamela Laws. I love you, sis, with the love of the Lord, and I'm so excited that you're preaching tonight on my birthday. So I'm so grateful to God. I mean, the praise and the worship has been wonderful. Let us go before the Lord in prayer. I got one more song. song you will hear the voice of our speaker, Pastor Pamela Law. Gracious Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for being good. We thank you for being kind. We thank you for being wonderful and magnificent. Oh, God, you are a mighty God, and we serve you because we want to. We serve you because we choose to. Lord, we love you tonight with an everlasting love. We love you more tonight, Father, than we loved you on yesterday. We love you because not only did you look beyond all of our faults, oh, God, but you saw our needs, Father. God, we love you because you knew our needs before we knew them. And even before we began to ask you of that need, Father, you made haste to go make sure our need was met. God, we love you. We're thanking you, Father, for this day, a day we have never seen before and a day we will never see again. And we're honored that we've been able to be in your presence all day long. We're honored, Father, that we've been able to worship you and magnify you and to lift you up and to give you glory and honor. We we lift you up. We raise a hallelujah to you tonight, Father God. We ask tonight that you would draw near to us, Father, that you would heal those that are standing in need of a physical healing, those that need a spiritual healing, those that need a financial healing, those that need a healing in their mind, God. Touch tonight 
In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray tonight that your word will come forth, God, and quicken in our spirit, oh God, a do-right spirit, a spirit of conforming, a spirit of transforming. I pray tonight in the name of Jesus that your word will come forth and convict our hearts and minds to cause us to confess Christ as Lord and Savior. Oh God, let your word come forth tonight to save our children, save our grandchildren and our grandchildren's children. Let your word come forth tonight, oh God, to help those who have lost hope, God, experience hope and joy in you. Oh God, we bless you tonight and we honor you, Father. We pray tonight, Father, for all of those that are living in um, drastic situations in their cities and in their states. We pray for the state of California who had an earthquake on tonight, who are on a hurricane watch. We pray for those in Maui tonight, Father. We pray for those, oh God, that are living in, in cities where the city is on fire, Father God. Touch the elements, Father. The global uh, climate issues are all over the land. As a preacher said today, we are living in the time of racism. We're living in the time of prejudice. We're living in the time of capitalism. We're living in the time, Father, when people are doing wrong and they think they're right. God, let restorative justice prevail. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, we love you tonight, and we appreciate you. We thank you for the woman of God that claimed your word. Give us a spirit to hear and to receive the word of God on tonight. Don't let us just sit on the couch and be glutton and eat your word, Father, and not exercise it, Father. We don't want to be fat Christians, but we want to be healthy Christians, vibrant Christians. We want to be that light and that salt that you called us to be, that we may shine in the darkness and we may change the flavor of the atmosphere in any room, any place, any situation that we step into. So, God, we thank you tonight. Thank you, Father, and we bless you. We give you glory. We give you honor. Touch those that are grieving tonight. Heal, God, their broken hearts. Touch them, Lord God. We lift up every sinner, man, woman, boy, and girl who has never confessed Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, who has never acknowledged that you are the way, the truth, and the light. God, I pray that they would come to know you, Jesus, Yahweh, King of kings, Lord of lords, El Shaddai, Elohim, the Prince of Sheba, the Lily of the Valley, the bright and morning star, Jehovah Jireh, my provider, ha, my peace in the midst of the storm. I pray, God, that they would come to know you in the name of Jesus. Bless Pastor Laws as she stands to proclaim your word tonight. Give hearing to the hearer. Give doing to the doer. Bless the reader of your holy word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I thank you for it all. The good, baby, ugly, great, and small. The times of victory and when I fall. I'm so grateful that I'm still standing tall I thank you for my tears The pain helped me overcome my fears 
for the Lord tonight. We are thankful for his mercy and his grace. Family, we are so blessed to be uh, among you tonight to worship, to fellowship, amen, to celebrate Pastor Black and her birthday. God bless you, woman of God. Amen. We pray that you have many, many more blessed years. Amen. That you continue to move and you continue to be elevated in the things of God. Happy birthday. Hallelujah. Family, I am so excited to be amongst you tonight. Uh, Once again, my name is Pastor Pamela Laws of Total Truth Restoration Ministries located right here in Mableton, Georgia. And we are humbled tonight for the opportunity to come and to share the word with you. Um, I first want to give honor to God who's truly the head of my life. Amen. Jesus Christ, amen, for what he did on Calvary's cross on my behalf. I didn't deserve it. Hallelujah. But he did it anyway. He saw fit. Amen. Because he said, I want to use you in all my mess. Thank you, Lord. He wants to use me. He wants to use you. And so we thank God for the sweet gift of Holy Spirit, amen, that continues to lead and to guide us into all truth. And it keeps us out of trouble, amen. He said, hey, hey, don't go that way. Don't do not do that. I need you to do this. And so we praise God for the guidance because we don't always know. Amen. But because the Heavenly Father, he knows what's best for us. Amen. Holy Spirit is on the spot. Amen. To ensure that we receive the truth and the direction in order that we may continue to move into the things of God. I give honor tonight to my bishop, Bishop Tyrone Washington, Senior, amen, and the Total Truth family, First Lady Pastor Jacqueline Washington, give honor tonight to Bishop Ruth Smith, amen, to the Butterfields, amen, God bless you, uh, to Pastor Pennington, and once again, my sister, uh, Pastor Black, I love these two ladies, amen, amazing women of God that I'm so blessed to have uh, formed a relationship with, so I am, I am, I am honored, and I call you blessed tonight to our blog talk family, to our co-laborers in the gospel, my family, I love you, I love you, I love you. Amen. We are ready for the word of God. And and this message, amen, really kind of came out of, I was uh, assisting, um, lightly assisting my, my husband amen, in preparing uh, to speak today. And so we had kind of gone over so much that his, 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 his text, amen, is still resonating in my spirit. So <laughs> I told him, don't be surprised if you hear it again, but it'll be, <laughs> it'll be for the audience, amen, that God has prepared for the Blog Talk family tonight. And so I just want to share just just a little bit, if I can. Um, it was just so much um, that the Lord was was giving me as I was 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 helping uh, working with my husband to prepare. Just so much the Lord was giving me. So I'm going to share, Amen, as much as I'm able to um, tonight in this text. Just beginning with the subject. It's going to be called "Living in the New." 
living in the new change. Living in the new change. Hallelujah. We are in Romans chapter 12 tonight, very familiar text of scripture um, that we've heard. We've heard it preached. We've heard it taught. We've, we've read it. Amen. Many of us can probably quote it by heart, and it's all good. I didn't come to reinvent the wheel family, only to share what the Lord um, has given me as it relates to this topic. Um, and so living in the new, what, what, what does that mean when we, when we live in the new? We, 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 we know that we can't physically uh, start over. Amen. We know we, we don't get to go back into our mother's womb as Nicodemus found that out. We don't we don't get to go back into our mother's womb and start this life over the the hardships, the ups and downs that we've already experienced up to now. We we we, we don't get to act like uh uh they don't exist but but we do get to live Amen. Because of what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross. Amen. He gave his life. Amen. And you you know the story is is, is spoken so frequently over mostly over doing resurrection weekend, Easter weekend if you call it that. And and it talks about how he was just just beat and drugged from court to court and how he was hung on the cross and how he was just just tortured in, in such a way, amen, that when it was all said and done, he gave up the ghost and he, he went into the ground, amen, and went, I'm sorry, went into the tomb, amen, went to hell, hallelujah, got the keys, amen, got us victory, uh, seeing away from death, got up with all power in his hands in order that we might have life and not only have life but to have it more abundantly. He positioned us to live in the new. Positioned us. Hallelujah. That that this not be the end. Amen for us, but it would be our new beginning. Ah, so change. Paul begins um, tonight in the middle of this uh, uh, in the middle of this book, a man continuing to speak to the Roman church, be speaking to believers. This is message, amen, has been to believers, and he's he's at this point, amen. It is a a heightened, it is a a high alert. It is he 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 is is urging. He's he's begging. He's pleading with them that it is time to make a change. It's time to make a change. He begins He begins this text telling them, amen. He says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. So, so the first thing we're going to notice super quick is that Paul is making an urgent plea to the people of God that we live our lives, amen, based on God's mercy. He says, I beg you, based on, he's not about me. He says, I beg you, 
based on the mercy of God that you make a change. He, he laid it out. See, see, Paul already knew what his assignment was. He knew. Amen. We can't do a lot of background on Paul tonight, but Paul had already been given his assignment in the beginning of what he would have to go through and things that he would have to endure. Amen. Uh, for, for, for this, this walk in ministry. And, and so as he begins to go and he begins to share, see, everybody didn't want to receive Paul because of his former life. Remember, he was Saul. And, and so he was holding the coats of those that, that tortured and killed Stephen. And, and, and he was himself on his way and then had gotten permission uh, uh, to, to persecute the church, yeah, this is the soul that would drag them out of the sanctuary, drag them out of the temple as they were worshiping God until his Damascus Road experience. It was this Paul, amen, who received his assignment, amen. And Paul began to be, he began to be on, on, on mission, and amen, he was he was moving about place to place, hallelujah, going having some to travel with him, some places and, and some to travel with him, other places. And, and so his mission never changed. He, he, he didn't come to Paul, didn't come for bake sales. Amen. He didn't come to, to patty cake and to play with it. Paul was on assignment. And so his assignment continues after he's gone through. Ooh, read the book of Acts. Hallelujah. Paul went through some stuff, book of Acts, but he maintained his position. He continued to stay steadfast to the assignment. And so now when we, we find ourselves uh, in, in this, the book of Romans, uh, Paul is, is urgently pleading with them, even coming out of, of chapter 11, he, 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 he's letting them know, for him in the last, I'm sorry, in the last verse of chapter 11, he says, for of him and through him and to him are all things. Of him, through him, through him are all things to whom be glory forever. So it's all about God. What's the song we sing is not about us? But it's about Jesus. It's not about us. Paul says, this is not about me. Everything goes back to God. Everything goes back to Christ. Everything. It's all directed. Uh, what was it, Peter, that told the man at the gate called beautiful? He said, silver and gold. I do not have, but what I do have in Jesus' name, take up thy bed and walk. It's not about us. But what you don't need money in this situation, beggar. You you need a life transformation. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Oh, I love it. I love it. Based Based on God's mercy, Paul urges the, urges the believers, amen, to present, to, 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 uh, 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 to release, to submit, to 
wait a minute. Wait, hand over everything that you are to Jesus. Every everything that you are for his good pleasure. Hallelujah. Everything uh, uh, that you are to serve and to obey God. So, so Pastor, so Pastor, when when I when I what if what if what if I'm not able? What what if I don't feel led to submit myself? Romans chapter six verse twelve reminds us. Told him he says, therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. So so what did he say? He's simply telling them in chapter 6, don't let sin, amen, have the final say in your life. Don't let, be your guiding factor. Don't let the world, don't let the things of the world, the things that they're accepting, don't you accepting the things that they allow, don't you allow, hallelujah, the same thing that God hates, hallelujah, we should hate. Don't let sin Reign in your body that you should obey lust, its desires, its craving, whatever that thing looks like to you, whatever it looks like. Don't let sin win. Ah, whatever. See this. This is this is for somebody to share. Uh huh. This this is for somebody to remind a loved one. Don't don't give over. Don't give yourselves to craving those lusts. Listen, listen. Uh, uh, he, he, look, look over at um. Oh, where's my other verse? Look, look over at chapter. I'm gonna go back to that one. At chapter six, just back up a little bit in verse four. Therefore, we were buried with him, baptism. Into death, like he he said, it's it's all we we've already gone through. He's already gone through the physical death, and, and what he says that now you through baptism because remember, right after we receive salvation, Amen. We should be, be we should be baptized because that shows the world that old Pam is dying. Uh, old Pam no longer exists. Amen. And I die. To myself, I died to those cravings. I died, amen, to those lusts. Watch them. If you haven't done some training, Pastor, sometimes that's why we may not be able to fully walk in and operate, hallelujah, because sometimes we do things uh, out of ritualism and, and we do things out of traditionalism instead of really understand why we do what we do as it relates to this Christian walk. So the baptism signifies 
a death, a, I'm sorry, a, a death, a burial, and a resurrection. So when I get up, everything that was not like God should stay in the ground, should stay in the water. So when I get up, it says that old things pass away. And behold, all things come new. So he says we are buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Jesus was raised from the dead, the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness, living now the new. Or wherever you are, amen, I know I can't hear you, but it's all right. I'm, I, I need you to say it to yourself. I'm living in And so as Paul is, is sharing with them back over in chapter 12, as he's sharing and he's re- reminding them, amen, to present, present their bodies, that we should obey God, such of this giving, it, it no, it's not dealing with the old testament where we had to have a, an animal to be sacrificed and the blood had to be shed on our, on our behalf. No, now. Amen. We have to crucify ours and die to our flesh daily. Die to our flesh daily for the for the work, amen, that the Lord would have us to do. Amen. For the assignments, hallelujah, that he would have us to be a part of. Amen. The ministry, thank you, Lord, that he would have us to do. He says we have to present our bodies, present Give it over, submit ourselves, a living sacrifice. The first way we have to do it, family, is I have to present it holy. I have to present it holy. First Peter, we're going to present it holy. First Peter, amen, chapter 1, 10 and 16, because I can't, I can't give God strange fire, right? I, I I want everything uh, that I do, amen, to be pleasing unto him. So so listen to what he says, because this, this section talks about living before God our Father. First uh, Peter chapter 1, um, beginning at verse uh, 13, it actually says it just like this. It says, therefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Oh, God, first thing, bind that stuff up. Get it under control of your mind. Be sober, your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Uh, As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to former lust, to conform, that means to mold and to be shaped. I don't want to fit. I don't, I don't want to fit to the world. I don't want to fit to the world's thinking. I don't want to fit to the world's mindset. Uh, I don't want to fit to how the world treats the people of God. See, Paul, he, Paul, he had a change. Paul used to fit 
because I don't want you to fit that anymore. We, I don't want to fit to what the world has going on. We, Pastor Black alluded to all the, the, the weather patterns that are in an uproar. Uh, the earth is groaning because of the sin of this world. It is groaning because of the things that we have done, amen, to God's creation. Do not be conforming yourself to the formal lust, former lust as in your, I'm sorry, as in your ignorance, but as he who called you is holy. As he who called is holy. As he who called Kimberly is holy. He says, watch this. You also be holy in all your conduct, in your characteristics, how you live your life, even mainly when no one is watching, how you handle God's people, hallelujah, how you handle those less fortunate. You, that he has called you because it is written, be holy. For I am holy. So the first thing we have to do is we have to live this life. Amen. Holy. We have to live this life like Jesus. If he's holy, amen, we should be holy. Whatever he's doing, amen, we should be doing. Whatever he hates, we should hate. Whatever he loves, we should love. Wherever there's given long-suffering, we should give long-suffering. We should be a mirror image of Jesus Christ. Amen. But the only way to understand how I'm going to live this holy life is to understand the word. It's to spend time in the word. It's to read the word, make it a part. But your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin again. The second thing he said, he says, uh, acceptable to God. That word acceptable means suitable or allowed. According to Romans chapter 1, amen, verse 28 through 32, the Bible declares that even as they did not, um, even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, these, these are the ones that want to send him strange fire. These are the ones that want to do their own thing, but saying that, that, that God allowed it. These, these are the ones that want to say and want to operate uh-huh. outside of God's will. He says, Paul says, even when they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased or reprobate mind to do those things which are not fitting. See, we've been talking about fitting in with the kingdom. We've been talking about fitting in with the king of kings. That's the only sacrifice, amen, that God is going to accept. We can't send strange fire as those sons did in Leviticus 10, amen, because if you read that text, you find that they got brought up, amen, for trying to make God, trying to force feed God their foolishness. This is what is happening in the world. The world is trying to force 
feed God their foolishness. He says, I'm going to turn them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not fitted, being filled with all unrighteousness, uh huh, sexual immorality, wickedness. I'm in verse 29, covetedness, maliciousness. Isn't this the world we're living in? Full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers. They're backbiters, haters of God. Oh, Lord, they're violent. Oh, pastor, they're, they're proud boasters. They're inventors of evil things. What? They are inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, forgiving, unmerciful, who, knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death. Watch this. Don't miss the last part. He says, not only do the same, which those that are doing it, but he says, also for those that approve of these actions or approve of the practice. Oh, my goodness. So just because there are some that are not doing it, they approve it. Television. They make movies about it. They don't stand up against it. They turn a blind eye to it. You approve. That's the sin of commission. We approve it. So, so if I'm going to live in the new, and, and, and I'm about ready to close, if I'm going to live in the new, I have to understand that the presenting of my body, the presenting means I am giving up of myself, and I am following the oracles and the ordinances of God to the best of my ability. Oh, yes, some people are going to turn away. Oh, oh, you're going to lose some friends. You you may even have family members that say they don't want to deal with you. Uh, they might call you holier. They might call you holier than thou. But if, if you look at it and you weigh the pros against the con, Pastor, I, 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 I think we're, I, I believe, uh, I'm trusting in, uh, I know that we are on the winning team. For the scripture says, which is your reasonable service? It is our reasonable service. That word reasonable, which means it is not excessive. It's not, even though it looks like he's asking a lot to give your life, we have to remember this life didn't, I didn't create myself. This is, it's not an excessive thing that he's asking us to do, to give a life. He gave, he gave us his very best. And reasonable also means not exceeding the limit prescribed by reason. It, I'm not going above and beyond. Uh, reasonable says it's the least that I can do for all that he's done for me. And do not be conformed or molded or shaped 
to this world. But be, see that word but? That means I'm going to do something opposite. He says, but be transformed or changed. I don't want to be molded. I want to be changed. I was I was born in sin and shaped in iniquity, but now because I've taken on giving up the old man and taken on the new man, I have been changed by the renewing of my mind. Family, what are you thinking about? What are you what what's on your mind? What what things have you have you so distracted in your your thoughts, amen, that we can't focus on the things of God. Uh, my mind has to be transformed. It has to be changed, amen, to live in the presence of God. My mind has to has to be changed, amen, to only speak the things that God has said. My mind, it has to be changed that you may prove. Ah, I love it. When my mind is changed, then I can prove, watch this, I can give demonstration of God's work. I can give demonstration of his promise, amen, that is good, that is acceptable, and that is perfect. The perfect will of God. If I'm willing, if I'm willing to die to the old me, if I'm willing to understand that because of the space that we're living in and the times that we are are presently going through, we can't afford, amen, to get caught up in the things of the world, television, social media, amen, eat the fish, spit out the bones. Family don't take in everything. Our eye gates can't handle it. Our ear gates can't handle everything that's going on out there. Put your hope, put your trust, put your faith in him. Live in the newness, the life that was shed, the blood that was shed on our behalf, amen, was given so we could have life and to have it more abundantly. It was given, amen, that we could prosper even as our soul is prospering. Hallelujah. It was given so that we can live a life to hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. It was given. It was given that we can stand before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and be received in the new heaven. Hallelujah. In the new earth, we have to understand, amen, that now is the time more than ever, pastor, to live in the new. Live in the new. Not too late. It's not too late to confess your sins. It's not too late to confess your shortcomings. Now is the time. Hallelujah. Now is the time. He's ready. He's willing. His arms are open to receive you. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter what you did before. You're still here. Hallelujah. All you have to do is forgiveness of God. And I promise you he's going to make everything all right. 
Family, we love you with the love of the Lord. God bless you. Pastor Black, we turn the call back over to you. We love you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. What a powerful word on tonight, Pastor Love. I hope and pray, my brothers and sisters, that something was said tonight to increase your love relationship with the Lord and to give you a hunger and thirst after the word of God. It, my mama said it this morning or this afternoon, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Let's keep our minds stayed on the Lord and let's allow the Lord to transform our minds that we may do what he's called us to do in these last and evil days. Family, Pastor Laws, I love you all. Thank you for spending my birthday night with me. Thank you for that word. It was rich, powerful, and we are glad we are made the better. And until next Sunday, may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us all, hence now and forevermore. Know that I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Be blessed, my brother. Be blessed, my sister. Until next Sunday, I love you. Mm-hmm.